My goal really is to do is to make people make the connection to yes. how what they're eating got onto their plate and to, to explain to people this is the process, this is what they're born into, this is the enslavement, this is the exploitation, this is the suffering, it's this, is that the brutal, this is the brutal slaughter, all for you to get that packaged up piece of meat on your plate. You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant-based healing, mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, and activism, as told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world. Real people, real experiences. Your host, Bobby Lynch. What's going on, guys? And welcome to Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch. And today on the show, we have influencer and activist Donnie, aka Vegan as Fuck, spelled F-V-C-K, from Montreal. He's the founder of Vegan AF Apparel, as well as the co-founder of Vegan AF Events and the new YouTube series, Vegan First Fight. Bite. You can find him on Instagram at vegan underscore as underscore fuck and at vegan as fuck.com. Welcome, Donnie. Yeah, so what's going on, brother? Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity to come out here and spread my message on your platform. Dude, likewise, I appreciate you coming on. You know, I started, uh, I was uh, Anna Rose, my friend Anna Rose, she pointed yeah. me your way. And once I saw your page and was just seeing everything you were doing and how passionate you were for the vegan movement, I was like, it's a no brainer. I need to have you on the show. So I appreciate that, brother. So, yeah, so let's uh, kind of get, get right into it. Um, one question I always ask my guests, especially those who are, are vegan, and you know, this is a plant based podcast, so sometimes I don't yeah. have vegan guest on but you have been how long you are vegan how long have you been vegan for so i just recently celebrated my two-year vegan anniversary awesome congrats yeah i would say my journey started about two and a half years ago but of course it takes time to learn you know about the full vegan lifestyle so you start with your diet then you start learning about like you know your products that you use and um you know, clothes that you wear and stuff that you want to throw away, like your old animal product clothes or, you know, give them away or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, just learning fully about like the diet, learning about the lifestyle, learning about what industries you support and don't support. I would say just about over two years now that I fully, fully, I would say I've been living a vegan lifestyle. That's awesome, man. And yeah. so what ultimately led you to veganism in the first place? <clears throat> so uh, in my case, it was actually a health journey that kind of got me looking towards what you would say plant-based i wasn't i knew what like, the word vegan was but i wasn't i didn't know too many vegans so right. it was still kind of foreign to me um but really what it was as i watched a documentary called uh what the health that's the same one for me <laughs> same as there you go. So a lot of people right yeah. so many people's lives um and yeah just watch that documentary and about 30 minutes into watching it uh, it, it just, I, my jaw was dropped. It had just opened my eyes totally to, uh, things that I had been totally unaware of how, you know, animal product diets lead to so many major diseases like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, obesity, and the list goes on. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, those are like the number one, like killers of, of people, these type of diseases. And they're saying that it's like a foodborne type of illness that what you eat can affect you know, the, the chances of kind of saying, uh, falling susceptible to these diseases. So, um, once just w kind of opening my eyes to that information, it was like a reality check. Uh, I had also been battling with my weight a lot throughout my adult life. So it just resonated with me personally. 
um, from a health standpoint. And also, most importantly, when I was really seeing um, like these shady industries and these government like websites and uh, big organizations that were meant to be helping people who were battling diabetes and battling cancer and battling heart disease, and they were showing how it was like these uh, companies that were involved in animal agriculture that were funding these websites and, and kind of guiding people to eat more animal products when they're fighting these diseases, when it should have been telling them, hey, like you should be getting into eating whole food plant-based, you should be getting into juicing or raw foods to help fix those diets. Instead, they're telling people, eat shrimp, eat steak, eat uh, you know, tuna, eat all these products that are high in cholesterol and are, have come with so many other bad effects. I was just like, hey, I've been duped. I felt like I was duped my whole life. Right. And I felt like the systems were set up to dupe people to get them sick, get them stuck in the medical and it's system. it's just a cycle of spending money and it's all linked. It's crazy. It, that's exactly it. So it hit me from a personal standpoint and it also hit me from like a humanitarian standpoint. That was like, well, these industries are super corrupt. They're, they're all driven on greed and profit and they don't have the best people's interest in mind. And it just woke me up. I was like, I don't want to do that to myself, nor do I want to support those industries. That's what started me off on what was, you know, like my plant-based vegan journey. And um, it took me a couple months. Like I ended up cutting out basically meat, uh, dairy, eggs right away, like on the spot after watching the documentary. Um, I kept seafood just for the first couple months. Um, I would have it once a week, helping me transition. Um, I was also dating somebody at the time and I didn't want to just pull everything off of the table in terms of what we go out and eat and what we do socially. So I wanted to like ease my way in. And um, as I kept learning more and as I, my body was also just reacting to going plant-based, I no longer wanted to consume any animal products, including anything from the sea, sea creatures or um, honey and stuff like that. So essentially that's, that's how it started. It took me about two months to fully, fully go plant-based vegan. That's awesome. Yeah, Dude, it's like it's pretty. It's pretty similar to me. With I saw what the health. I didn't cut everything out. I cut a meat out immediately. But I was pescatarian, and I was still doing eggs and egg whites every now and then. And yeah. fish was really only when I went out to eat. Exactly. Um, but then it was just like probably be, it was about eight months later. I would say not eight, eight or nine months later after just continuing continuously following different social activists like yourself yeah. on Instagram, watching more documentaries, educating yeah. myself on the negative exactly. effects of animal protein on the human body and the negative effects of animal agriculture on the animals in the environment. And exactly. then really just having to call myself out for my own hypocrisy because I'm so connected to the animals and I've always considered myself an animal lover. But then on the one hand, I say I love animals, but then on the other hand, I'm paying for their suffering and death. And it, even though I had stopped consuming meat, I didn't really see how evil the dairy and egg industries were. And re, in reality, they're even yeah. more evil than the meat industry because they exploit the animals and push them beyond their limits before they ultimately kill them for meat. A hundred percent. And it's, it's ridiculous. So once I connected with that deep-rooted why, I went vegan. That's that's amazing, and that's and that's what's cool about your your journey. I find is that you did it over time, and you never like you never fell back in the sense that like I, I appreciate mine that I felt like I was just so like snap my fingers like I cut like 90 percent of animal products out of my diet, which probably right. looking back at my older self, 
I don't know if I would have been able to gradually do it the way you did it. So I, I feel that's like an amazing thing that you did. In, in my sense, it's like, you know how life is. You're trying something and then you get distracted. And, and then you, if, if you're not in it for the right things in the beginning, like because I was only in it for health, I, I could have easily got sidetracked right. and, 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 and given up one day and then, and then like eating some animal products and who knows where your journey takes you. So I'm, I'm thankful for mine that it was like, snap my fingers, 95% of animal products out of my diet, which propelled me and made me feel, first of all, the amazing health benefits. Because of course, we're going to get into now I'm an animal activist. And now right, I right, fight yeah. mostly for the animals. That's my main thing. And I don't really touch upon health as much. And I don't touch upon environment sustainability as much. I am more focused and zeroed in on uh, animal liberation. But I, I feel it's important for the viewers and for anyone hearing the story to just know how a journey can kind of start somewhere and lead to somewhere else. But um, just to say in the beginning for all the viewers who are listening, for the non-vegans who or, or people who are thinking about going plant-based, um, the tremendous energy that I felt when I stopped consuming animal products because I was no longer ingesting, first of all, their bodies, their stressful bodies and their spirits and the state that they're in when they're being raised on these factory farms. That alone, in, in, ingesting that type of stress into your body and bringing that energy into your body will bring you down no matter what, but also just the hormones, the antibiotics, the steroids, the GMO feed. You're talking about all this stuff that's going into them and the, and the diseases that they're encountering um, and then putting that stuff into our body and putting it into our body three times a day. Because the average, the average nutritionist is going to tell you, yeah, eat an egg for breakfast, have some cottage cheese or have some chicken breast or have some salmon or have steaks or have burgers, hot dogs, whatever. People, they're going to tell you to eat animal products three times a day, have dairy, have yogurt. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Have it, cheese. And it's crazy how they really entrench people into thinking that that is what you do. And that's what I did. Um, so cutting that out, I just had such a tremendous energy. Like I could just never stop talking for the first month. I had like just this insane amount of energy. I'll never forget what it felt like in the beginning. And that made me realize within four weeks, I was like, dude, I'm never, ever eating an animal product like ever again. It was, it was so eye-opening. It was such an awakening mentally, physically, and spiritually. And this is just from a health standpoint. I hadn't looked deep in, inside myself yet to figure right. out who I really was, but yeah. So it seemed like you had a really easy time transitioning, at least diet-wise, into a vegan lifestyle. Super easy. It literally, I never looked back. I never craved. I never cheated. From the day that I watched What the Health, that moment, 30 minutes in, I told myself, and I went upstairs at my parents' house, and I told my mother, I said, Mom, I said, I'm never eating meat, dairy, and eggs again. Like, for some reason, the seafood just hadn't fully clicked just that moment. But I said, I'm never eating meat, dairy, and eggs. And for me, that's what I ate the most was meat, dairy, and eggs. So I made the decision to myself right that moment, never looked back, never craved it, never will. It was such an eye-opening, awakening uh, experience that it's... Uh, it just it got me so excited for this new life, and it's and it's been an amazing journey since. And you probably feel just so spiritually aligned now. One hundred percent. Because you feel like you probably will come into your purpose. Come into my purpose. Learn to figure out who I really was, what I was meant here to do, um, and just learn a lot more about myself. You know, because of course, being vegan, like you're up against like all of society. Like you're that outcast now. You're kind of that weird guy. You're that kind of laughed at, snickered at, especially. I'm a very vocal guy and, when I, and I'm a passionate guy. So once I believe in something and I am speaking on it, I speak very passionately and I do it every day. 
Like, right. and I'm going to continue doing it every day till we reach our goals, which is animal liberation and no more exploitation of any sentient beings on this planet. And you don't hold back. And unfortunately, because, and I see, and I see this side of it and I remember what it was like not being vegan, but I just see a lot of non-vegans look at vegans as extremists. But when you really think of what is actually extreme, let's talk about what happens in the animal agriculture industry. Enslaved, abused, tortured, raped, raped, you know, and all, all was so crazy as little babies, they're going through this or it's, Females who are having their reproductive systems exploited over and over again, like machines, they're treated like objects, like commodities, and, and, and the workers don't care about them, and they beat them, and they abuse them, and so these animals suffer the conditions, they're living in their own excrements, and their own feces, they're living in their, they die, you know, they can't even move around, they're like, their corpses just lay there, and they, 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 they resort to cannibalism. Um, the conditions are the worst conditions ever known to the history of this planet. That's what we do. That's what humans do. It's literally, it's literally hell on earth. Literally, and, literally and, hell on earth. For the, innocent, for the most innocent little baby animals too. We're talking docile you know, pigs and chickens and cows and they, they can't defend themselves. I mean, they, they don't can't. even make it to, they're, they're slaughtered at like four to six months old. They don't That's even right, yeah. yeah. Pigs are slaughtered at six months old. Chickens are slaughtered at 42 days old. Uh, you know, if it's in the dairy industry, baby, male calves are slaughtered within months as, as, uh, for what they call veal. Um, it's, it's, it's unreal, uh, what we're doing to these animals and what we're putting them through and people are so disconnected. So just to not, that we don't get stuck on that too much. That is what my goal really is to do is to make people make the connection to yeah. how, what they're eating got onto their plate and to t- explain to people, this is the process. This is what they're born into. This is the enslavement. This is the exploitation. This is the suffering. It's the this, is the brutal, this is the brutal slaughter all for you to get that packaged up piece of meat on your plate that is what it, that the animal had to go through and that's what you paid for and you supported and that's what you continue to support should you continue to pay and consume for, the, for those products so and it's we're trying se- to open people's eyes and make them make the connection yeah and that dude and that's i have so much respect for you and for everything you're doing and it's just so un- it's just so unfortunate that like all of that brutality and just pure evilness has to go into something that provides sensory pleasure, which lasts five, 10, 20 minutes at most, and then it passes. And literally just to receive that pleasure, an animal had to suffer its whole life and die for you. And that is happening over and over and over. Every single day for your life. Every single day. It's, it's right. literally, and, and you know, I, I always refer to the Holocaust and, and I, do, I do understand some people get offended by this because, you know, we start comparing humans to animals, but really at the end of the day, we are animals too. And the reason I bring up the Holocaust is because everything that people were put through during that time, that is what animals go through every single day at numbers that are just insanely exactly. insane. That's right. And it's, and, it's, and it's never stopped. It's been going on before the Holocaust. This happened through the Holocaust and it's going on. This is, this is the animal Holocaust. This is what this is. Yes. This is, this, is, this is animal slavery and the animal Holocaust. And they're bred into existence repeatedly over and over again to be slaughtered for human consumption. And the truth be told is in today's day and age, you know, in 2020, 
with all the access we have to information uh, about what is happening on these factory farms, all the access we have to information about, you know, the process of tapping to these animals at the slaughterhouses, um, the information that we have about our health, what it does to our health, the information that we have about what the effects are on the environment, on our planet, our only home, uh, what the effects are on all of humanity. Right. Uh, if you look at all of these things, the lo- a logical person, a person who's in tune and who's compassionate and who even just, the, you, don't, you don't have to be that much of a compassionate person. Just you have to use some logic and say, hey, there's a many reasons why I should stop supporting those industries. But even if I don't support all of them or if I don't agree with all of them, hey, choose one. Find one that resonates with you and say, hey, you know what? The least that I can do is not contribute to their suffering. And even if, and, and even because I do come across when I have conversations with people, some people like literally, unfortunately, just do not care about animals. They only care about our own race. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Or they care about companion animals. They don't care about right companion farm, animal farm animals. animals. Exactly. They might even care about the whales, or they might care about you know the dolphins, or they'll care about you know the lions or tigers that are hunted. They'll be outraged when they see someone killing like a lion or an elephant but then every day they're eating pigs and dead animals and they're eating cows and they're eating you know so and and it's yeah and that's it's just funny because i even remember i was once that person because i just was so disconnected we just had the same thought i (laughs) was yeah that was me for sure animal products and i'd see a hunter with a lion i'd be like that asshole I hate him. What a piece of shit. And then (laughs) realizing what we contribute every day. And that's what's really important. And it's hard to come from a place of non-judgment. It really is um, because of all that we know. And we're trying to educate people. They don't want to listen. But it's also very important that we come from a place of non-judgment because we were there at a point in time. And it's up to us to just continue to to try and open people's eyes because it is the system that has brainwashed us no matter what. It is, it is society, it is these big corporations, it's advertisement, it's the government. It's, 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 we're talking billions and trillions of dollars here that these industries represent. So, yeah, the animals are the victims, the people are the victims, the planet's the victims. We're, we're, it's a war against humanity, it's a war against this planet. So. It, it really is. And, and, and it's like even, even what I was going to say is even if you only care about humans and your companion animals – look at the effects that animal agriculture is having on the environment and what it's doing to our planet, as you said, our only home. And now you have to start thinking of your, your kin and then your next of kin, generations to come. Look what you're doing now that's going to negatively affect them. If you really care about your own species and your own, you know, what you, look what you're doing to the environment and your own bloodline ex- for generations right. yeah. exactly look what you're doing by paying for the exploitation of other species it 100%. All, the energy you put out is the energy that comes back to you in return That's right. 100% believe that and i see it happen every single day it's happened to me throughout my whole life um and i see it just in different situations the more that we exploit others, the more that it's going to come back on us in the end. And it already is. And so if 100%. You're thinking of your own species, what you're doing to other species is, is negatively affecting your own species. In <laughs> That's exactly it. That's a really great point. And I think it's really important that when we do outreach, that we touch upon, I believe, everything. Because the truth is, yes, not everyone will resonate. And 
for people who are used to eating animal products and they like the way they taste, they probably don't care about those animals and they're just thinking about themselves. We'll say, okay, you're thinking about yourself, but I, you know, I notice you do have kids or you have nephews or you know, you do want them to have a place to live as well, right? You want them to have a life the way you did. So yeah, we have to think about the future generations. We have to think about you know the animals. Most importantly, like the direct victims are the animals who are being exploited directly themselves, and they're the ones who are uh, you know facing the suppression and suffering and being you know murdered. So those those are who are we are fighting for directly every single day. But there is so much at stake. And that's where I find there's like a little bit of, I don't know, I would say a bad connotation with vegans that they're just like, oh, they're just some like animal crazed like hippies or something that just are obsessive about animals but don't care about like humans. No, no, we're anti-oppression, we're anti-exploitation of all beings. Exactly. And the fact is though, is that the war against the animals and this holocaust that they're putting animals through um is at the front line of this of this battle and that's why we we zero in on that and uh hopefully make people open their eyes and make the connection yeah yeah and again i I say it again i just really commend you for everything that you're doing i haven't (laughs) i haven't personally visited a slaughterhouse yet and i know i will someday and i just don't know how i'm going to react because yeah for me personally, I hate, hate, hate people who take advantage of others, people who are bullies, people who want to abuse any sort of power. It does not sit well with me at all. I was bullied when I was a kid. Yeah. I absolutely, I absolutely hate it because there is no place for it at all. And I don't know how I would react if I were there. I would want to do whatever I could to get those animals out of that situation. For sure. For sure. And we we can touch upon that, actually. It's good that you brought that up. Um, I think it's very, very important because, you know, most vegans that I talk to um, will say that they don't think that they could ever go to a slaughterhouse um, or go to a pig vigil or a chicken vigil. Because essentially, I'll I'll, I'll break it down for those who aren't that aware of what vigils are. uh, basically, what we'll do is we'll get together as a group of activists, usually uh, with an organization who organizes the vigil, and um, we'll go outside of a slaughterhouse. For example, I'll bring up uh, Farmer John's in, in Vernon, California, which is about 10 minutes from downtown Los Angeles. Um, this is the one of the biggest and main slaughterhouses in L.A. Uh, called Farmer John's. And uh, we there's two vigils uh, every week. One on Wednesday, one on Sunday, uh, held by LA Animal Save uh, on Sunday and Animal Alliance Network on Wednesday. And essentially what we do uh, is we go out there for about three hours uh, at night and we stop the trucks as they're entering into the slaughterhouse. We stop the trucks and we get about two minutes with each truck um, to give the pigs on that truck some water. Uh, give them the drivers some water. let you stop them the drivers let us it's uh, there's the police the Vernon police department is there uh, protecting the site where we do it this is like this is a vigil that's been going on for I believe over two or th- three years now in LA if I'm not mistaken between two and three years between the two organizations um, but yeah so the police there's, a, there's always a police car there uh, there's the truck drivers know um, farmer John's cooperates with this basically and so we stop the trucks uh, for two minutes, each truck right before they're into the slaughterhouses. Uh, these pigs have been on the trucks anywhere from 
one to three or four days uh, with no food, no water, uh, driving in ex either extremely cold conditions, extremely hot conditions. Um, many of them show up either almost dead or some of them are dead. Um, they have no space to move. There's excrement everywhere. Their feces is all over the truck. Um, a lot of them show up with lacerations from the abuse they've faced at the um, farms that they were raised on. Uh, and we are basically there to give them some comfort, give them some water, uh, show them some compassion. They've never, ever, ever felt any compassion in their lives. This is their first time uh, feeling compassion from humans who care about them, who love them. And uh, yeah, we comfort them in any way we can for about a couple minutes. And then the, they, they go in into the slaughterhouse where they're going to lose their lives. They're going to be um, either electrocuted uh, and then having their throat slit or gas chambered. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much, and these babies, these baby pigs are only between four to six months old. So they're literally like babies. So for anyone's listening, um, if you've ever been around puppies or kittens or any other baby animals, and if you raise them, that's, that's where these, these animals are at. They're little babies, like literally. Um, so it's, it, it is the saddest thing that I've ever had to do in my life. Um, and it's, it's very difficult to do personally. But it's nothing compared to what, that's why I brought this up and I said I want to go into this point. It's whatever we're going through is nothing compared to what they have gone through. So you find that strength to be there for them, most importantly for them. Um, but you also be there for your community, to stand tall with your community, to support your, your activist community. And uh, also very, very importantly, to capture this content and to then spread it on social media platforms and show people that, hey, this is what you are paying for when you eat bacon, when you eat sausage, when you eat ham. This is coming from this living being, and, and, and we'll film those beings in, on the trucks and the conditions that they're in and seeing them and seeing the look in their eyes before they go into slaughter and the sadness that they feel, and they don't know why they've been hurt and abused, and they're just so innocent, and uh, they just want to be loved. But, but unfortunately, this is the industry that people are paying for. And that's what we're trying to do is to stop the demand, stop the supply, shut down the factory farms, shut down the slaughterhouses and open sanctuaries all over around the world. Damn. Yeah. It's just, uh, I was just really sitting there. It's kind of upsetting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just listening yeah. to that. Same here. Yeah. It's, it's really tough because I just, I really, really put myself in the place and I, and I imagine what, what if I were that pig? I'm, I'm very, very empathetic. And with every decision that I make in my life that involves the life of another, I always think, what would I do if I were him or her? Or what would I want, what would I want done to or for me if I were him or her? And exactly. if the answer is that I wouldn't want done to or for me, whatever it is I'm about to do, I don't do it, period, end of story. There's no further discussion. Exactly. Um, and I just really, because I really, really think about what if I were that, what if I were that animal? You know, we were morally lucky to have been born into the human bodies that yeah. we are in. You know, the odds are like, what, one in 400 trillion. We have a better chance of winning the lotto in our lifetime than we do even being born a human, our souls could have easily entered the life of, you know, the body of that pig or the body of a chicken or a cow. And what then? 
right? And it's easy to sit back and say, well, that's not me. Oh, well, and to not have compassion, right? right? It's funny, you know, in a great, great quote, quote by uh, Nobel laureate, 1978 Nobel laureate, Isaac Singer, is that human beings see oppression vividly and they're the victims. Otherwise, they victimize blindly and without a thought. And, sure. you know, it's, it's so funny to see the narrative in people's, from people switch when it's actually their life on the line. They're the ones who are about to die. You know, on the one hand, they say, oh, well, as long as they lived a happy life, it's completely okay. So does that make it okay that because you've lived a happy life, I can now come up to you and stab you and shoot you in the head, electrocute you, put you in a gas chamber? I mean, isn't that, you know, I mean, again, this is why I always refer back to the Holocaust. Look what was actually happening to people. What is happening to animals every single day? That's what it is. And, And if you're empathetic, if you're able to put yourself in the position of those animals, or if you're able to just be in a position to help. So it's like, hey, I... You know, at the end of the day, this is like the hugest problem in the world that we're facing. And I'm just one one person. And at times I just feel so overwhelmed. But, you know, those <laughs> interactions that I had with those animals face to face, talking to them, I would talk to them, I would sing to them, I'd tell them I love them, I would stare deep into their eyes and tell them I'm sorry, or it's going to be okay. You know, and, 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 and that, that feeling that you go through seeing those animals then going entering into that facility knowing that that's their end like (laughs) it it fuels the fire inside of me to fight so much more and so much harder and so much smarter and be strategic and be creative and try and explore eight different avenues if if we got to start acting if we got to start singing if we got to start rapping if we got to start making documentaries if we got to go do protests and disruptions and vigils and rescues and we're going to do whatever it takes. We're going to go to any length from any standpoint to fight for them every day, to raise awareness every day, to create content, to share content, to do outreach in the streets. You know, um, I have a lot, I have a lot, a lot of big plans on how I want to spread my message and it's never going to end. I'm going to keep coming with different ways and strategies. And there's so many amazing activists and so many amazing organizations that are doing it, but you, you have to also focus on your own journey and your time on this earth and what you can do. And, and, and I have definitely by going to those vigils, both for pigs and for chickens and for cows and seeing similar processes for each, um, they're all different in their own ways, but it's all very similar. And you go there and you connect with those animals and you see what's about to happen to them. And you see it face to face seeing stuff through online content and documentaries. It, it is one thing when you see it face to face, it, it really, kind of affects you extremely deeply and um that that is that's my motivation is to fight for them every day as much as i care about everything else as much as i care about health as much as i care about sustainability of this planet it is them directly that really for me is like the the fueling my fire so so i'm curious what yeah. what ultimately led you to activism activism in the first place okay. um so basically right before going to la uh, which was December 2018, just a little over a year ago, maybe 14, 15 months ago. Um, right before that, I had watched uh, Dominion um, online. I had been about a year and a half into my journey, you know, like fully, fully vegan for over a year now. Uh, 
And I was always with that mindset. They're like, oh, I don't want to watch these documentaries about animal cruelty because I'm already vegan. I already know I feel amazing. I know I never want to exploit any animals or cause their suffering. I see some content online, but I don't like seeing it. So I'm going to be like out of sight, out of mind because I don't want it to bring down my energy. I didn't want it to affect my mood. And I was thinking still from a selfish standpoint because it was still new to me. I hadn't really seen what was happening. I hadn't explored these industries from the time that these animals are born into these, you know, farms and from the time they go to the, to the slaughterhouse. I had not studied those processes, but uh, by watching uh, Dominion, I, I watched that and that basically just opened up my eyes. That made me very angry, very sad, depressed. I went through like a whole different variety of emotions over the next few days after watching the Dominion movement, uh, Dominion movement. And it was just, um, such an eye opener. And, it, and, and I knew from that point on that, cause I, at this point I was more of like a health coach. I was like traveling to different countries. I was helping people go plant-based. I was, I had gotten into, uh, raw food diets. I had gotten into juice cleansing. I had gotten into whole food plant-based health coaching. I was doing seven day vegan challenges online and I was just really focused on helping people with their health. And I was on my own health journeys, but um, about after a year of kind of being geared towards that, that's when I watched Dominion and I realized that I want to use my voice, my influence, my my message was to be about the animals. And that's what led me about a month later to go to my first vigil, my first pig vigil in LA at Farmer John's. And that was like, that was it, that sign and seal that I said, I want to be a dedicated activist. You know? And then it's in the rest is history from there up until now. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Started off by like doing um, like pig vigils in LA, and then when I got back, I ended up going back to Montreal. The next week or two weeks later, I, I found myself doing protests outside of Canada Goose, and we were uh, protesting, um, you know, against like the fur trade, and of course, you know, the down that they use in the jackets. Um, but yeah, just kind of like standing on the streets outside of Canada Goose, the like the main store here, and uh, we were about like thirty of us, and. Uh, we were just like raising awareness. We were using megaphones. We were chanting in the streets. And it was very just like empowering to stand up alongside so many activists, like fighting for the same thing and raising awareness about what was happening to uh, the animals in, in the fur trade and how they're uh, also like either uh, trapped, hunted, brutally murdered, or raised in, you know, enslaved and abused, tortured in these conditions on fur farms. So um, what started off as vigils and then doing like protests and then um, I would start, uh, I went back to LA and then started doing like, I did like some Cubes of Truth where you're doing like outreach in the streets and uh, with Anonymous for the Voiceless or then I was doing like beach cleanups and then we were doing like vigils and it was just, I was learning about the different forms of activism, you know, doing a disruption, going into a store, a bunch of us and like throwing up signs. So it, it was just, learning about the different forms of activism. Uh, I've yet to do any, like, uh, where I've, like, broken into any farms and, and rescued animals. Um, that that way, uh, that is, like, what I wanted to do. I you haven't do done that. it yet. All of our goals and dream, right, is to rescue <laughs> animals, you know? There's, like, raising awareness, and then there's actually doing rescues. I did actually uh, recently uh, come across uh, three baby pigs in a distressful situation. I was able to... Uh, you know, rescue them, secure them, and get them over to a sanctuary where they're going to spend the rest of their lives uh, living it out in a sanctuary. So um, there's so many forms of activism. And there's online activism. There's just raising awareness on social media. There's 
talking to every person you meet. You know, there's so many ways that, that, that you can do activism. It's just really about spreading awareness, raising awareness, and, and doing anything you can to help animals and save animals. So that's pretty much like what your work entails on a daily basis is for, in terms of activism, at least. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things, you know, and that's why I put in my bio that I'm an influencer and an activist. Right. Um, because uh, I, I feel they're both extremely important. Uh, my social media presence, I find, is a great way to do activism as well because I've learned a way to build up my account, get lots of followers, get people to share my content. So I create content and then they share it. If it's through memes or, or Twitter posts or just any type of regular posts on, on my Instagram so, um, and through my stories. So, so I try and do both like online activism and, and street activism and, uh, yeah, just fight every single day to, to raise awareness. And, uh, we're also like started like these different companies. So we have, um, vegan AF events, mm -hmm. which is a company that my friend Charlie and I started, uh, just about a year ago, actually. Um, we started off, sorry, they're doing like a little bit of construction. I don't know if you can hear any sounds or. Oh, no worries. It's, Good. Okay, cool. it's very small. Don't worry about it. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, just to recap. So basically about a year ago, uh, my friend Charlie and I, we started a company called Vegan AF Events, where we throw events for the community, um, where it's all vegan food. We usually get vegan DJs, vegan photographers, vegan hosts. Uh, Dude, that's just awesome. Really just have like a whole vegan experience. The next um, one you have, I definitely need to be there. You have to let me know when it's, when it's going to be. 100%, 100%. And it was super dope. We started off by doing like pool parties. And then we did like some Halloween parties. And we did awesome. a New Year's Eve party. So we're just, we're going to eventually go into like doing like festivals and stuff like that. So uh, just doing anything we can to grow our platforms, to broaden our networks, to connect with more people, and to spread our message as effectively and creatively as possible. That, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. And that's exactly why I founded Plant Strength Performance. Our mission is to defy the status quo and prove what's possible through the power of plants. Uh, and, you know, we do that by supporting sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Um, you know, that's a beautiful message, brother. That's a beautiful message. And that's, that's what I love about this vegan community. There's hundreds, if not thousands of us that are finding our own way and our creative way of spreading our message, which yeah. no matter what, at the end of it, it's telling people to stop exploiting animals. Let's stop exploiting exactly. animals, stop exploiting human animals, non-human animals, stop destroying the planet and stop destroying your health. You know, help yourself and then help others because it is a war against us. They want us sick. They want us in the hospital. They want us paying for medication. It's the truth. You know? And there's so much I could go into on that. And we'll, we'll, yeah, there's so much I do go into on that. And a lot of number, a number of different forms on 100%. my own social media in my book that I just published. You guys can actually download the plant-based eating section for free for those of you nope. that are listening right on my website, plantstrengthperformance.com and learn about everything that Donnie and I have been talking about right now, how the industry is connected, just literally pure money um, with, with the healthcare industry, the negative effects of animal protein on the human body, the negative effects of animal agriculture on the animals, on the environment, and just the benefits of a vegan diet and a vegan lifestyle, really, in general. Um, but 
vegan as fuck. You have to tell me a little bit. It's branded yeah. right across <laughs> right across your chest on your sweatshirt. How did you become known as vegan as fuck? Um, yeah, interesting, interesting story. So uh, when I first was doing like online coaching, I had started a brand called Vegan Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I kind of started making like sweaters and hoodies and hats. And it was cool because I saw there were so many cool like vegan brands and I wanted to be, you know, a leader amongst a leader in, in this movement. I wanted to be someone who inspires, not just be a vegan. I wanted to be like, I wanted to inspire many people to go vegans. I wanted to be, uh, inspire the community to, cause I'm very vocal, you know, I'm very vocal, I'm very passionate. And I find there's a lot of vegans, which is amazing to be vegan for yourself. But I think to really, really, um, ha- leave your imprint on this planet and, 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 and to really, um, preach it you know, and change people's lives and, 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 and dedicate a good amount of your time to this. You know, I feel no matter what you're doing in life, whatever it is, once you've had this awakening, I feel it would, it, it, it would be like a crime to keep it to yourself. Right. You know, like it's amazing you do it for yourself. It's amazing that you're not contributing to the suffering, but I think it, our value can be like tenfold if we use our voice to really raise awareness and to help people and to push people towards this lifestyle. So um, I always wanted to have a brand. So I started Vegan Lifestyle. Um, that was going really good. People really loved it. Um, it's funny because right when I had started that, uh, I don't know if you know Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas. He had uh, gone vegan recently and he came up with this video and he was just yelling like, be gang, be gang. And, it was, and then I was like, I was so happy that he was doing that. But I was like, oh man, that was like kind of like the same brand that I was going with, with the V gang, like V gang lifestyle. So, um, I was like, you know, I want to come up with something like more original to me. Um, more just like, you know, just, just kind of totally my own lane. So, um, that's where I came up with vegan as fuck. I, it was a time where the the term as fuck was being used for everything. Everyone, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm tired as fuck. I'm, you know, like thirsty as fuck. And I was just like, I'm vegan as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was the, the concept. And most importantly, I wanted to uh, also display it in a way that wasn't as how you say, like, because, um, you know, the word fuck, obviously, uh, yeah, of is, course. Is, is, you know, not the most acceptable it's, word. It's, it's explicitory. It's an explicitory word. And, you know, even though it's used in all the movies and all the playgrounds and it's used in all entertainment and music and behind the scenes. But when it comes to being professional, no one wants to use that word anymore. Right. Well, I figured, hey, my message is so important to the world that I need something that's going to shock people, shake them up a little bit, really make them think, you know? So I wanted to go with something loud and something that would grasp people's attention. So I went with Vegan as Fuck, and I decided to make the logo really big and huge so that you could see it from far. So, like, you know, if I'm at a red light waiting to cross and you're across the street and you're waiting to cross also, you might read up and look at that sweater for 60 seconds while you're waiting for the light to turn green, you know what I mean? Um, Something you're gonna think so, about, and I like how you played it with the V instead of the U. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, so that was important for me to spell it in a way F V C K so that it wasn't super explicit. Yeah, I kind of lost that point for a second, but yeah, um, that, that that was important to me. And um, it's been a beautiful journey. It's been since we kind of st- we started off by it being like a YouTube show, vegan as fuck. That's how it started. So I mm-hmm. made a shirt. It was like a simple T-shirt, and I wrote vegan as fuck on it. And we were shooting a show, a YouTube show. We didn't know what to call it. And my buddy, who was shooting it, shout out to Long Life Productions, um, 
Marcus, that's one of my homies for over 20 years, and he's, he's vegan, vegan alkaline also. We're the only two out of our, like, old crew of guys that have grown up, like, known each other literally two decades mm-hmm. um, that are vegan out of, like, the whole squad. So that's, that we connected and we did work together. He's a videographer and uh, photographer, and he helped me a lot with the launching of, of, of the brand and stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, basically, just so I don't get lost there, so... We were shooting a YouTube series, yeah. and I'm like, well, what should we call the show? And he's like, we'll just call it Vegan as Fuck. Like, you're wearing a shirt that says Vegan as Fuck. Yeah, I'm why like, not? Super simple. Let's go. So we started off with the show being called Vegan as Fuck, and then within a couple of weeks, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to switch my Instagram name to Vegan as Fuck. So um, that's when everything started aligning, and that's when I started making more merch and uh, started, like, I launched my website, which I ended up taking down. We're about to relaunch literally like in, like, a week, which is really cool. But um, I had a website up for a little bit, offering people the ability to buy T-shirts, hoodies, and stuff like that, and, and support the movement and spread the message themselves. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Dude, I, yeah, I really just don't have much else to say other than, I, and I said, like, that's awesome, just because it, because it really is. It's just, it's super inspiring, and I hope everyone else that is, that is listening to this podcast right now is inspired as, because you guys what I always like to say is you can do anything you set your mind to That's right. anything. And what I like to tell people is you make happiness, their North star, find what you're really passionate about and let the money follow. Because when it's all said and done, you're not going to look back in your life and think, man, I wish I had more material items. I wish I had more dollar bills. None of that stuff nothing matters it doesn't bring true happiness 100 percent. all many people in the world that have millions billions of dollars and they are the unhappiest people 100 that's not where happiness comes from happiness 100%. Comes in and do something that you enjoy that's going to make a difference in not only your life but the life of many other people many other beings and that's why it's just so awesome to see everything that you're doing and you're really just following what you were meant to do following what you're passionate about (laughs) i appreciate the kind words brother i am definitely so thankful and it's crazy because i'm so kind of caught up in like man like you know, you know, create the brand, create the website, you know, throw the events, our new YouTube series, Vegan First Bite, which is like really picking up, which is documenting people taking their first bites of vegan food. And that's going to be a YouTube series also. And I have so many projects and it's also this huge uphill battle that we're facing because we know what's going on to the animals every single day, day in, day out. And this is like, this haunts me, you know, because that is what I'm fighting for. But you really get lost in that. But sometimes I do take a few minutes to sit back and say, I'm so thankful for what this journey has done for myself, like for what it's done for me as a person and how it's shaped my life. And I know what my life is going to be for the remainder of my time on this planet. I know I'm going to be fighting for this cause. I'm going to be fighting for, you know, the better of this planet and of humanity and, 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 and all beings, you know, that we share it with. So um, it's, it's an amazing journey from, from so many different uh, standpoints, but, um, at the same time, it's like important that we stay focused on the goal here, which is, you know, animal liberation and shutting down these industries and, and, and opening people's eyes to what's happening. You know, that's, that's, that's really the focus. And everything that I'm doing is just a creative way to say it or a creative way to brand it or a creative way to. But it all make- comes back to that root. 
it, that's what the root is, you know? And, and a lot of people might be confused by the stuff that I'm doing. And he's doing this now, he's doing that now. And I'm just like, I'm going to keep firing on all the cylinders. And you never know what any of these opportunities can lead to, you know? My brand, Vegan as Fuck, could end up being a global company that, you know, sells close to thousands and thousands of people. And because I do that, then thousands of other people will see it and they'll maybe check out my website or they'll check out my Instagram. And my whole, my whole point with everything that I do is just to lure people in to, to, to my platforms where I can then project my message because right. I speak my message every single day. I don't and take a day off. And your message is for so, something that's so far bigger than yourself. 100%. It, 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 was an, it was an amazing journey for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm way past that now. I'm like just you know, focusing on the, on the greater good and what we can do to help you know, this terrible situation that, that we're in as a, as, a, you know, as a population, as a planet, as a species, as everything. We're just in this terrible situation that needs so much, so much attention. But um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving the journey. I'm absolutely loving what it's, what it's done for me. I'm just trying to stay focused on the task at hand, get creative, keep networking, you know, meeting new people. I appreciate opportunities like this where I can speak because, you know, like just posting pictures on Instagram and talking in your stories and, and even making like short little videos, you can, you can only put out so much information, but talking on these podcasts where I can have a whole hour to really just get up everything that's on my chest and it's yeah. kind of bottled up inside of me. That's what I want to do more of and eventually go on to maybe speaking to groups of people. And I've like hosted vegan festivals before and that's fun. And, um, but just go on to like speak to maybe like I've spoken at universities and stuff when I was in California, I spoke at the university of Laverne to like a group of students and just kind of find ways. Like you say, be creative to, to spread this message because we know how important it is. So. And doing whatever you can, again, just to come back to that root cause. And that is ultimately why I personally went vegan was I deeply connected with that why of I cannot support this industry anymore. I will not. I refuse to do it. And that's what keeps me vegan. And that's ultimately what we're all fighting for is why we want people to go vegan is not because we're gaining anything from it. What we're gaining is knowing that less beings are suffering. So that, that is what we're gaining. We're gaining spiritual yeah. happiness and enlightenment, knowing that more living beings are actually able to live and be free because of what we're doing. You know, I think that's a great way to segment, though, into our creative segment and to segue into our creative segment right. and growing pains, something like we like to do at the end of every show. And yeah. we'll talk about one recent growth spurt that you've had, which is a, an accomplishment that you're proud of, health, work, or life-related, as well as a growing pain, something that you're still trying to get better with, also health, work, or life-related. So we'll start right at the top. What's a re recent growth spurt of yours? Okay. Um, I would say for me, it's more recently getting into like taking better care of like my body on a physical level. Um, I am going away to Tulum at the end of March with my homie, Charlie, by the way, I, I need to take a minute to shout out my homie, Definitely Charlie Fife, AKA Charlie, the Brownie man. He is the legend behind Charlie's Brownies, which is a famous vegan brownie vendor company in LA. Um, and he's who, who we connected recently and basically we're able to start all these projects. Um, but we're going to Tulum for his birthday at the end of March. And I was like, I'm about four weeks away, five weeks away. I'm like, man, I've been sitting back in Montreal eating all this comfort food. It's cold here, the winter. I've been putting on weight. 
So as of the last two weeks, I'm really proud of myself that I got really going in the gym. I got like a personal trainer for a week and now I'm training with another guy who's a personal trainer. Um, and I've also cleaned up my eating. I'm eating like more of a whole food diet, high raw diet, uh, not eating as much like processed foods and restaurant foods and stuff like that. So excited to be taking care of my physical health and my mental health. I feel it's like they're both tied in. So you're not eating as many, uh, as many of Charlie's brownies as you'd like. <laughs> well, I haven't had any Charlie's brownies since I left LA in August, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, just everything, bro. I love food. I'm a, like, food is like my thing and it and you know when we face a lot of like ups and downs of, with emotions well all vegans right vegans love their food and the food's yeah. so good the food's so good and you can eat so much of it um that you know you, you just you feel so great careful. afterwards even if, even if it's like the vegan junk food you still feel really good you always feel really good but there's ways to that you can control your higher vibrational levels that is by eating whole foods more eating uh, raw foods more um, and, and being careful of what you put into your system because just because it is plant-based, it doesn't necessarily mean it is healthy. Um, but it, you know, it's, it, it's important to number one for anyone who's listening from a health standpoint, the effects that you're going to feel from just cutting out animal products is immense. Okay. The effects that you're going to gain from now adding plant products into your diet and eating all plant products is going to be immense. Mm -hmm. And so the two of those combined is just such an amazing feeling. I suggest anyone to try it. Try it for at least 21 days. It takes 21 days to form a habit. I believe 21 or 22 days to form a habit. Mm -hmm. So for anyone listening, I'm actually going to be having uh, a vegan as fuck challenge on my website. It's going to be a 21 day challenge and you'll be getting coaching, free coaching and free meal plans on my website, veganasfuck.com. I had to plug that in real quick. Yeah, no, definitely plug it, dude. We're actually about to uh, launch our own challenge. We, you know, we have our own challenge going. Um, Amazing. Partnering with a, a vegan meal prep company, Try Vegan. And we're just doing a shorter seven-day challenge just to really kind of get people in, providing them with uh, hey. meals prep delivered to your door on top of access to the Plant Strength Performance web platform app all the resources that you can eat. Amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Se seven day challenges are great too. I, I, I think they're a very effective. I'm just going like, I want to be as successful as possible. And they say that 21 days is that magic number. And there's like yes. a famous, there's a famous challenge online that a lot of activists use, which is called challenge 22. So I want to stick to that norm as an activist. I don't want to condone anyone going back to animal products at all, but right. I feel seven days can potentially they could go back. And feel like, oh, you know, so I, I would focus on trying to lock them in for that 21 days and make that conversion like a wrap and give them like documentaries to watch at the same time while they're doing it. So we're going to be giving people a, like a, a, we have a vegan starter guide and a vegan challenge and it's going to help people and it's free on the website and then people can hopefully buy a hoodie and support it at the same time. Totally. I do. I think, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a great idea. I think 21 days is a great challenge. We're doing seven days just because we want to hey. get people Get people going, get, get man. Get people going, and then they can advance up to the 21-day vegan as fuck of challenge. Of course you can, brother. You know, it's all, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all, you know, it's all positive. It's, you know, and I, I just, I love everything you're doing. Also, shout out Charlie, too. Charlie, you're going to have to be a guest on the show. Oh, and I got to try some gotta get him brownies, on. man. He's an absolute legend, and he did so much for me. I actually, so I lived in L.A. for six months, and he brought me in. I was only visiting for two weeks, and he's like, oh, dude, come stay with me, and I never left. <laughs> until i had to all around la all around the u.s we were vending i was we were like going to festivals and connecting and we ended up meeting hundreds if not thousands of new friends and 
people that I considered family now, and now we're all thriving together. And it's just showing it's how amazing. like the connected connection of one or two or three people can then lead to such amazing opportunities for everyone lead to such amazing work being done for this community and for this movement. That's why I, I urge everyone to, you know, everyone support each other and encourage exactly. each other and inspire each other. You know, a lot of the times I preach the same stuff every day and it's a lot of vegans who follow me, but it's not just to um, preach about veganism to vegans because they already know, but it's to inspire them to go preach on their platforms the same way I do. That's a lot of what I do is to inspire others. And, and, and also like for people who go vegan, it's, it's really tough out there in this world. There's always people who are going to laugh at you, make fun of you, uh, troll you. Uh, there's a lot of pressures from family, from significant others of why you shouldn't keep up the lifestyle. So one thing I want my purpose to serve as is as that reminder to anyone who ever might be on the fence. Well, hey, man, look how passionate Donnie is about it. He talks about it all day, every day. The message is the same. It's consistent. That's what I want is to, is to inspire vegans, inspire non-vegans. We want to make vegans become activists. So inspiration is the name of the game for me. I, I find that's how you can kind of like define yourself and your value on this planet and stuff what we can do. I love it, dude. I love everything that you just said. And just even connecting back with the segment, the growth spurt, speaking yeah. on that with what you're going through with your health and how you're investing back into your health and your personal fitness, that's awesome too. Exactly. That's, you know, it's, it's just, I know the feeling myself is just, you know, during the winter, I, I kind of tend to eat more of those foods as well. We're in the East oh, Coast, right? We're in the East so Coast. We have that cold it gets winter. cold out. Yeah. So for those of you who are out West, down in LA, you really don't know what it's like experiencing <laughs> the cold winter, even though you wear your winter jackets at like 50 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> that was kind of That's a low it. blow. But anyway, no, I, I love that. But speaking on the opposite end of that, yeah. what is a recent well, a continuing, or, you know, a growing pain, something that you're still trying to get better. Yeah, um, I would say trying to get better at working on my mental health, my my mind, my mind state, uh, trying to stay positive in a, in a dark world. So much negativity happening around us. I follow mostly activists, so all the content I see on social media is usually animal exploitation and animal suffering and pain. Um, and, and so that's what I, and I'm, and I'm on social media a lot. So, so that's what I'm seeing every day, nonstop 24 hours a day as I scroll through my feed and as I'm connecting with other influencers and activists and working on executing my goals and dreams and stuff. Um, so, and, and finding a balance, like sometimes I'll be in a great mood and I'll be all happy. And like, I like to play music in my car and dance and sing and be all lit like I used to. And then I'm like, man, like I'm here having a good time. You know, these animals are suffering and dying and people are suffering and dying. Um, you know, it's just trying to find a way to like always still be myself, stay positive, not let it, you know, kind of consume me and just find ways to, to, yeah, to just basically not let my mental health get kind of beat up too much to the point where then I can't fight anymore because you can't pour from an empty cup. Right. You know? Um, and, and that's, and that's kind of like, it's important to, to also within this movement, like we want to be doing this for the long run, you know? And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm some like amazing guy who does so much stuff every day and I have no more energy because of it. And there's activists out there that are like thousand times more active than I am and more effective and more efficient and shout out to them. They inspire me every day. I look up to them. I I get inspired from so many different people in so many different ways. I'm inspired by six and seven year old animal activists 
and 60 and 70 year old animal activists. I've encountered them both. I've protested with them both. I've done activism with, with all age groups. And you can find inspiration from anyone and everyone in different ways, you know, but you know, you always have to take care of your personal self and your health and your journey. And I want to be in it for the long run. So I got to find a way that I don't let it consume me too much. The, the, the negative aspects of the darkness of this world. Um, of course, it's a huge hill to climb if we're looking for animal liberation and we're trying to close these factory farms and end this animal Holocaust and end this animal slavery. So we have to stay focused, stay healthy, find a good balance, still enjoy life, but never forget what we're fighting for every single day, which is the victims. And to, and like you said, that just to get that mental health right, because mental health is just as important, if not more important than your physical health and your appearance. And it's really, it really is about sustainability for mind, right. Right, soul, and the environment. <laughs> that's why I like your slogan, man. It's, uh, you, you hit all four, and that's why it's really important that when we do outreach, that we explain to people that there's so much that you have to gain by becoming more conscious, by becoming more compassionate, by becoming uh, just more kind and understanding of what it is that's happening out there and what industries you want to support and not support and how you want to go to sleep every night, how you want to feel, knowing did you contribute to suffering or are you working towards ending it? There's nothing but positive vibes that come from the vegan movement. That's right. Uh, Dude, Donnie, it was a pleasure to have you, (laughs) man. This was such a great hour, I swear. Thanks for having me. By talking with you. You might, listen, whenever you're doing a second round of these podcasts, bring me back on because there's so much stuff I feel we didn't even get to get to go into. Oh, I already know. There's (laughs) definitely coming on the show again. There is so much more that we have to talk about. And I just already can kind of see it now. There's so much more that we're going to connect with and just build together with with everything that we have going on with our respected brands and just really with this movement. Um, I, it's, I, I love how the universe works and how it puts different people in your lives for different reasons. And I know that we definitely connected for, for a reason. And 100% brother. I jazz in store for us. I'm so excited, man. I appreciate you greatly, brother. Keep up the great work. Keep inspiring people. You're inspiring me to, to do more. And I love the professional aspect that you're bringing to this by doing these podcasts. And I can see you traveling all around the world and interviewing uh, people of, in this community and, and, and kind of helping them uh, get their message across on your platform too. So keep up the great work, you too, brother. Man, it was a pleasure. Good, I appreciate it. That's the goal. But before we sign it out, is there anything you'd like to say to to the listeners? One hundred percent. Please look deep down inside of your heart. If you could not ever hurt an animal yourself, if you could not stab an animal in the throat or bolt gun an animal in the head or send them into a gas chamber yourself, please don't pay other people to do it. That means you are supporting it. You would not support child rapists. You would not support people who who do domestic abuse, you would not support people who sexually assault, you would not support murderers, you know, well, with your dollar. So don't, don't fund industries that are based on violence, on enslavement, on abuse and torture. It's not necessary. There's so much delicious plant-based food that you can eat every single day. You can make all of your favorite meals veganized. You can purchase them at the vegan restaurants. You can buy the products in the grocery stores. It is so easy. We're talking about vegan cheese, vegan ice cream, vegan meats, vegan seafood. It's all there. You can make it from scratch yourself. You can purchase it. It's not hard. It's not expensive. It's the healthiest diet. It's compassionate. It's sustainable. And yeah, please guys, just go vegan. Awesome. You guys heard it. That's that's really what it's about. You got to look within and you've got to realize what you would do. And then you've got to extend that 
to the other living beings as well. So thank you again, Donnie, for coming on. Much love, brother. You guys can find him at Vegan As Fuck on Instagram, online, veganasfuck.com. And until the next one, I'll see you guys soon. Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Special thanks to our guest, Donnie, Vegan AF. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Strength, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.plantstrengthperformance.com or follow us on social media at Plant Strength Performance. Plant Strength, sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.